0: Welcome to Fringe Fanatics with Chad Lee and Chris Zane. And we are back. You might think it's weird because it's a different day and we're wearing the same clothes, but we recorded this on Tuesday night. Yeah. And I am Chris Zane. And I am Chad Lee. Yes. We're going to hit you with some bonus content for
1: UFC 294 preview,
0: (laughs) breakdown.
1: Yeah, most times we just kind of roll through this, but this is a pretty big card here. Uh, We're getting towards the end of the year, so I want to just break them down a little more, spend a little more time on them. And this pay-per-view is in Yaz Island. It's in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. So unless you are in the United Arab Emirates, Emirates. Mm-hmm. It will be at a different time zone. So, yeah, it's going
0: to be at what noon?
1: Yeah, it's going to be starting at noon. That no. is the main card. The prelims will probably be starting I think at like 10 10 10 Mountain Time, I should say 10 Mountain Time. Yeah. Uh noon Mountain Time. Yeah, Figure out your coordinating time zones, whatever. Yeah,
0: we're going to talk only in Mountain Time. If you live on either of the coasts, you can do the math, damn it. Yeah, figure it out. We always have to do the math, so screw you guys. (laughs) I know. Mountain Time's the best, though. Yeah,
1: Yeah, so, all right, let's get into it. We This is fucking wild, though, because this whole fight card got switched up. Originally, it was supposed to be Islam Mahakchev versus Charles Oliveira for a rematch of the lightweight title. Just last week, I think it was, five days before the fight, uh heard it on a podcast today, Charles Oliveira was finishing up a five-round sparring session. Got cut. Going to get done with the sparring session, then hop on a plane to Abu Dhabi. And the fifth round takes a cut to the eyebrow. Severe cut. Um Dana White said most times they will, uh a lot of times camps will go to a plastic surgeon and get it stitched up from the inside before they ever called the UFC to let them know about it. But Charles Oliveira kind of did the right thing, and he didn't want to, like, you know, maybe possibly go into – he didn't want to lie and go into the fight and it probably pop open immediately and then just ruin everything. So luckily he did the honorable thing, pulled out of the fight. Uh, we saw pictures of the cut. Just definitely wasn't lying. It was fucking brutal. <laughs> it yeah. was open. Yeah. And um, – Actually, a guy named Gamrot, Gamroot was supposed to – he was already scheduled to be the backup. But like I said, towards these end of the year cards, Dana and the UFC really try to put out some bangers. I mean, it's just how they like to end the year. The next couple ones we we brought up a couple episodes are another amazing cards, November and December. And because the co main event was supposed to be Hamza Chiamov, uh,
0: but his opponent, Paul Costa, had staff. Yeah no, and the he he got like he's having to get surgery. Well, he it's had like surgery that bad, like yeah. three
1: weeks ago, and he was hoping he could recover in time. I think the he doctor, might have, have another surgery. I thought maybe so. I don't know, but to the clean, doctor like didn't clear his shoulder right. Him. No, his elbow. Oh, elbow. Yeah, okay. it looked disgusting. I mean, you got to clean your mats. I mean, like what the fuck, people? Just disgusting. Yeah. So in order to. And just you know, instead of just filling these cards last minute with potential contenders or anything like that, he threw together a banger of a card. We have Islam Mahakachev versus Alexander Volkanovsky. This is a fight for the lightweight heavyweight title, not light heavyweight title, but the lightweight title. But more importantly, it's a rematch for pretty much the pound-for-pound best fighter in the world. Yeah. Yep. Last time they fought, Volkanovski took a loss, but it was very controversial. A lot of people thought he won. It really could have gone either way. Uh, I mean, Islam Bakachev had more control time. He had more takedowns. But Volkanovski had a lot more significant strikes, won the last two rounds and was controlling the fight at the very end. But – Volkanovski is still the number two pound-for-pound ranked fighter. Islam is the number one, and that is what these guys want more than anything. That pound-for-pound title, that's what means everything to these guys.
0: Well, and you brought up um, significant strikes, and in terms of Makachev, uh, he lands sixty point two percent of his significant strikes, and the only person behind him is Justin Gaethje at sixty point three. Yeah. So we always talk about Justin Gaethje being one of those guys who's just always landing huge shots, and yeah. Makachev is looking like he is better than he better than Gaethje is. Yeah, so. it's really surprising
1: how good his boxing is because he comes from if you know, we haven't brought it up before. He comes uh he he's basically got he trained with Habib Nurmagomedov off for I don't know maybe the last 10, fifteen years. they basically treat each other like brothers. Uh, Habib is his coach. the last time uh, they fought Habib wasn't in his corner he had retired beforehand. Habib came back like a month and a half ago and Islam came out and said, uh, you know I'm glad to have Habib back." My camp's pretty much been the, still the same, except I'm sweating a lot more.
0: So <laughs> Habib's
1: definitely pushing him. pushing him. And now that Habib's in his corner, I don't really see him losing. Um, it is in Abu Dhabi. I think the last time they fought him, um, yeah, it was in Australia, so it was in Volkanovsky's home turf. Which always helps. Yeah. And so I think this one, I've got Mahakachev picked, and it's purely because – you got to give credit here to Volkanovsky. So Dana White called him with 11 days to the fight. Volkanovsky took that fight.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: this guy is a complete warrior, gladiator, a fucking brawler. To take that fight on 11 days notice, and I just saw news here. Here is the, big, the biggest news that really should come out of this. They're going to fight at 155. Volkanovsky says when he got that call, he was weighing in, I think, 181. I think is what it was. So he has, to lose, he has to lose 26 pounds in 11 days
0: in a week and a half. I mean, dude, I've seen those guys. We've watched like, I mean, I've, I'm sure you've probably watched some of them too, but like the ultimate fighters when those guys were doing like fucking trying to cut weight. Uh, there's that one where um, fucking Chuck Liddell was the coach, and that dude was supposed to drop like 13 pounds in like a day or something Jesus. like that. <laughs> yeah. just like they're on the brink of death.
1: Oh, they are, man. And, you know, Volkanovsky's a vet. I'm sure he'll be able to do it. Um, they're, they're going to be weighing in, I think to know just here in a couple days, but that to me is the big kicker. And I mean, I can't even rule that out because Volkanovsky is a guy that he has reigned supreme at his featherweight title, but cutting weight and on a short camp, I mean, I'm sure he's been training, but he's
0: he's not in a fight camp. So it's totally different. And you're fighting it like a completely different body basically. Like to lose twenty pounds, you're not the same human. (laughs) But in his defense,
1: Islam has been preparing for Oliveira this whole time. So now you know you're you've got a certain sparring partner that should be replicating Oliveira's style. Now your whole method and your strategy's changed. So I mean everything the whole card's been flipped upside down. But because of that weight cut and the short fight notice, unfortunately, I I think that takes away from some of the value and integrity of what this rematch could have entailed. And so because of that, I think Islam will probably win.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you're also looking at the fact that Makhachev right now has the longest active streak in UFC with 12 straight wins, yeah. and then he has 11 fight win streak in just lightweight, so he's coming in already just on the up and up, but like you said, man, it, you don't really think about that too often, these guys that uh, accept these fights on short notice, the other guy has been training this entire time for somebody entirely different, yeah. so now, in 11 days, he's now had to be like, oh, shit, I have to train or stop every. Everything I've been doing to try and attack this guy yep. and now go and fight this guy and do something entirely different. So yep. uh, you don't really think about that too much, but the, I, I do agree. I, I do think that Mahakachev is just going to is gonna win this one. Um, I, I don't just, think it's going to be easy. No, I don't think so either. But I just think the the weight cutting, dude, that's just a lot to do in 11 days. 26 pounds in 11 yeah. days. Most time these guys get around
1: about a month and a half to try to
0: cut that. So this, but, this is going to be short. Is, am I right in this, though? If Volkanovski wins, he will now have two belts, correct?
1: That is where I don't really like this, because they've already announced that Max Holloway and Ilya Topuria, who's the number, number one ring contender in yeah. the featherweight division, will probably fight for the interim title. What the fuck happened to the days where a guy can just hold two belts? I don't understand this.
0: Well, I thought... Didn't Connor hold two belts at one point? Yes, and Wasn't Amanda that like Nunes. two years ago? And yeah, Amanda Nunes, yeah. what, this but year? Connor, that was like maybe four or five oh, years shit, ago. Oh, shit, you're right. That was yeah. a while ago. But It's, it's yeah, wow he Nunes, hasn't fought in so long.
1: I, when I saw that news of Max and Ilya, I did not understand it at all. I mean, I'm looking at the, the promo thing here, and Volkanovsky's holding a belt. To yeah. me, like, yeah, he should be able to go up there and hold two belts. Like, Why won. not?
0: You just kicked that dude's ass on 11 days notice, yeah. dude. Like, you should get a belt. You, you should got get a belt. Lo- she get a BMF belt for yeah, that. That is He really <laughs> should, dude. He's a
1: bad fucking dude, man.
0: Uh, well, let's move on to. Uh, we could talk about that one for a while because oh, yeah. I just think there's just so many variables involved now with it, just changing the way that it did. Well, let's get into Kamara Usman versus, um, Kazmat Chimei, Ch- oh, Hamzat
1: Chiyamov, Chiyamov, Ch- yeah,
0: Hamzat Ch- Chimayev.
1: yeah. So, Fuck. um,
0: these are wild names.
1: Yep, it is pretty wild. Uh, he. Hamzat was supposed to fight Paulo Costa, Hamza. like I said, he got that staff infection, and instead of bringing up somebody else that was the number one contender or just another contender, they brought in a complete world beater in Kamar Usman, who is moving from the welterweight up to middleweight, and that is huge because Usman used to cut an enormous amount of weight To make 170, and now he's bouncing, going up to fight 185. And to me, I think that's huge because this is a guy that used to cut an enormous amount of weight. Now he can be a little healthier. He can take maybe not take as much muscle off, not dehydrate himself so much. But uh, oh man, I think I saved this. This is fucking insane. Um, So Kamara Usman's takedown defense. Let's see, place did I bring
0: it up? Let me. Oh, I should have had this right. Oh, uh, Usman has defended 97.3% oh, of all opponent takedown attempts in UFC well competition. Done, yeah, 97%. That's percent, wild, man.
1: Minimum 20 takedown attempts. But then, Literally,
0: Hamzat, nobody's taking you down. Yeah. But on the opposite well, end.
1: Well, he's only been taken down once, and it was uh, Leon. Leon Edwards took him yeah, down. Yeah, before yep.
0: he kicked him in the head.
1: Yep. <laughs> and then, Hamzat has never been taken down. So, this is re- seriously... The some of the best wrestling going at it, two immovable forces having to come and like which one's gonna give. And that's that's what I'm excited about. I hope it becomes a wrestling match. And Kamara Usman's a huge underdog here at two hundred eighty
0: five. Well I can see why uh Chimaev has is that am I saying it right? I believe Chamayev. Chimaev. Yeah, Chimaev. yeah. You're saying it right. Uh, He's earned 11 of his 12 career victories by stoppage and has finished eight of those wins in round one. He's a fucking psycho, man. Yeah, Yeah. um, he's absorbed just one significant strike in his opening four UFC appearances. These are like blood sports stats, man, seriously. He's been hit hard once. (laughs) This is why this guy's
1: taking the sport by storm is because he came through here and just plowed through the competition. I mean, I, he fought uh, Sean Strickland and just completely dismantled him. Yeah, you know now Sean Strickland holds the title. You know he did the same. Uh, Hansot fought uh, Kevin Holland on short notice and made him look like mincemeat. I mean, and you look at Kamaru Usman, who's one of the best welterweights of all time, now moving up in a weight class. This. A lot of people are calling this like they're they're so glad that the card got changed around to this. Now they're like, oh, thank God, this is this is way better than we could have imagined.
0: You no, know, and we're talking about Volkanovski taking this on eleven days. Kamzat uh, two UFC victories in a ten day span in July twenty twenty marks the fastest stretch in company history. Uh, Comzat's three UFC victories in a 66-day span from July 20th to September 20th marks the fastest stretch in company history. Yeah. He and he's been hard. He's been awarded a fight night bonus in five of his six UFC appearances. Yeah. So not only is he beating you, he's beating you in a fashion that gets him a bonus. So. This is
1: why I call him a psycho, because after one of those finishes, he came through, and after the fight was interviewed, he just yelled, I can't let him! I'll kill everybody. I'll kill everybody. That's what he yelled, man. You have to look oh it up, dude. Yeah. Fucking nuts. Like, he is hes a guy he that will. Like, he trains <laughs> nonstop. He eats, sleeps, and breathes MMA. And because of Kamar Usman's age, because of his knees, I think Hamzat just plows through him. And yeah. I, it's going to be sad to see because me and Josh, who, you know, is our driver's big MMA fan, we've said it both. We're both Usman fans. Usman trains out of Colorado with Trevor Whitman. I, I hope I see Usman win, but dude, I am afraid for his life.
0: Oh, thing it sucks too, dude, after that last fight when he just gets just lights out, kicked in the face by Leon Edwards to now have to go to this fight to be your next one. Like, it just is almost setting you up for the end of your career.
1: And, you know, hats off to him for even taking this fight. You know, I mean, this that's pretty fucking awesome to do, but yeah, like to go from that head kick to this. But if he could bounce back and, you know, I mean, the hype around Hamzat right now is it's, in, it's insane. So if he could kind of slow that hype train down and get back in the winning column, it'd be big for Usman. Especially going up to middleweight where Dana White's already said because of these two guys taking this uh, these fights on short notice, whoever wins gets gets the the shot of the, shot yeah. of the title the Sean Strickland, so
0: it's kinda of like we were talking about with Oliveira. Like eventually you just have to move up in order to be able to um or am I thinking about Oliveira or who uh or no. I'm thinking of um God damn it, who just moved up after they lost, they went up to a uh, weight. um God damn it. It's not is, Oliveira. It's uh his he's Brazilian and his name's hard to say. Um there's so many. I know. There's I just so like, many. they're Brazilian. Like, you yeah, mean 75% like, of them? <laughs> sorry, 75% like of them, it down you just narrowed bit. it down to 75%. What's his <laughs> name? Jose. <laughs> no, it's uh, we've, Pereira. Oh, yeah. Pereira went Good up. Good one. Yep. That's who I'm thinking yeah. of. Oliveira, not Pereira. Sounds the fucking same. God damn it. Yep. Uh, but Pereira went up, and now we're like, oh, shit, this is where he's supposed to be. So right. maybe Usman has that effect in this one moving up um, in class. But yeah, we'll see. I just feel like you're setting yourself up for failure um, after that head kick to go into this fight and yeah. expect to win. But. Um, let's move into. Uh, you want to do what's? Fighting oh, you we'll just, do next? I'm going to roll
1: through the uh, main card and most of the other prelims. I don't really know the guys, so mm, we'll so just let's uh, do the main card. Yeah, dude. So well, there's a couple of the prelims that I I, I can just mention. But uh, so going down the line, Magomed Ankaliyev versus Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker's a guy that's had a lot red of or highlights. Uh, <laughs> red or uh, blue like the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, label, Johnny label. Walker, Evan Williams, yeah. all of it. Yeah. 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 The last time Ankaliev fought, he was in that draw versus Jan Blachowicz. Uh It's very anti-climatic fight, so he needs a good bounce back win. He's the number two ranked uh, contender. Johnny Walker, if nobody remembers, it was maybe like three or four years ago. He won a fight in dramatic fashion. Then separated his shoulder doing the warm
0: after yeah, the fight. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yep, he hurt so himself celebrating. He missed a fight too, I think, or something.
1: Full of ego, so if he's able to check his ego at the door, but Ankalayev is one hell of a kickboxer. So, you know, this is definitely more favored in Ankolyev's uh, in his favor. So I could definitely see Magomed – taking this one. I mean, yeah, Magomed's
0: looking at or looking at. He's sitting at 18-1-1 one one in MMA, 9-1-1 yeah. one one in UFC. He's got a 10 fight um, unbeaten streak at light heavyweight, second longest in the division behind Mr. John Bones Jones. Yeah. Um but yeah, Ankalaev is the only lightweight he- uh heavyweight in UFC history to earn multiple knockout victories stemming from kicks, so he's going to be kicking that head. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, Johnny Walker, it's, I totally forgot about the fact that he hurt himself doing yeah, the war. Doing That's the fucking so worm, funny. man. <laughs> like, what a fucking idiot. Uh, but he has earned 19 of his 21 career victories by stoppage, so he is looking to knock you out. Very exciting fire. Um. He's finished six of his seven UFC wins by first round knockout, and he's one of ten fighters in UFC history to earn a knockout stemming from a spinning back fist. The old, you didn't see it coming till it knocked you out and you woke up. But yeah, this one should be a good fight. Um, yeah, I do remember that when he was like Johnny Walker at one point was supposed to be like uh, a big um, contender in the light heavyweight, and then just yeah, after he, doing the worm, man, he fell
1: off. He had a series of losses too because he went up against some good competition, but. You know, I think this is a good matchup for him here. He he's a really talented guy. I think he just really needs to get his head in the right spot and get like maybe get the right coach behind him, I think is yeah, a big case there. It does
0: seem like he needs a little bit of direction.
1: Yeah. The next know. fight, I don't I I don't know these guys. Ikram, I, I've I know I've seen this guy fight. His name's Ikram Aliskrov, I believe. It's these Russian names, it's so hard. Versus Worley Alva Al- Alvis don't know these guys so can't really say much on them but the next fight the one to kick off the main card i believe it's habib Nurmagomedov's brother said Nurmagomedov uh, versus a guy that i've never heard of before uh M- moon mean Gafirov.
0: But uh I was like, we're like, we don't know. Yeah, we're, big, we are clearly Americans. yeah We cannot pronounce these names. But the
1: big thing here <laughs> is it's Habib's relation. And anytime these guys are fighting out of Dagestan, I put my money on them. Yeah. I rarely bet against Dagestan. If you do a DraftKings lineup where it's the same thing as football and basketball, you just select the fighters. Whoever does the best, accru- accrues the most points, wins. I would select almost all of these Dagestani fighters.
0: Yeah, these guys—they just are a different breed of of fighters, and it's it's wild to see them just dismantle people who are like have no shot. It feels yeah.
1: like to these guys, it's it's religion and fighting. That's all they have, man. They—they they oh, are you talking
0: about Sharabutdin Magomedov? Is that his brother?
1: No. Oh no. I'm. It's a name. Sad. It looks like his sad. name is
0: literally sad. <laughs> no, you're
1: looking at the the very bottom on the prelims. Shara Magan. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. Said. But he's fighting Bruno Nirma, Silva. Nirma I,
1: I have seen Bruno Silva fight. Uh, but based on the uh, prelims, uh, you got Nathaniel Wood fighting out of England. He's a good fighter. And then uh, Mike Breeden. He's another good one out of the United States. I think he may be. Yeah, uh, there's only like three or four United States fighters out of this. And then another, the other prelim fight. Um, this guy's really good. Muhammad Magomedov. Uh, yeah, I think that's how you say his name. Where's
0: the name? No, Muhammad Nayamov versus Nathaniel Wood. No, uh, or Muhammad Makaev. Makaev. Yeah, yeah. Versus Tim Elliott.
1: Yeah. Makaev. That guy's a killer. That guy's really fucking good against Is he Tim going to kill everybody? Yeah. Not like Hamza. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, obviously with this, this fight card in Abu Dhabi, they, um, Well, they're using a lot of the guys on the roster that are from Russia, that are from the United Emirates, so that's why we're not as familiar with some of these guys, but there are a lot of good fighters on there. A lot of the Dagestani fighters, like I said, are just absolute killers, and that guy that I just mentioned, really pay attention to him, Makayev. This guy has had a lot of good finishes, definitely worth checking out. I think he's probably gonna finish Tim Elliott pretty pretty soon.
0: Okay, so let's let's run down it right now. We'll do main events. If you're betting man, here's my bets. I'm gonna go Islam Makachev to win decision. I think it's gonna gonna go the distance. Okay. I'm gonna go Kamzat uh, to win by knockout. Yep. Uh, and I'm gonna go Magomed. Um, I'm gonna say also TKO over Johnny Walker. For my that's what I'm gonna pick. We'll just do the top three. Yeah. The main the main fights. I'm, yeah, I'm cool with that. What do you got?
1: I'm gonna do Islam, but I'm gonna do submission.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. Doesn't happen so. very often. No one is ever ever able to submit Volkanovsky because he doesn't have a chin. He doesn't have a neck,
0: excuse me. Well, yeah, I he live just... that life. I have no <laughs> neck. Uh, but so you're saying um uh, Bet heavy on the um the, the submission. Yeah. That's going to have some pretty good odds. Yeah.
1: Pretty good odds. Cause it, I mean, it's just not it, Volkanovsky never gets submitted. I mean, uh, Brian Ortega almost had him in a guillotine. His head turned purple and about popped off, but Volkanovski <laughs> popped he his lost. head. And the other thing, when you said the distance Volkanovsky said, after taking this fight, he said, um, go in the distance. I, you know, I haven't really been training, so I don't really see it going the distance. So I need to finish him fast. So I thought that that's was pretty true. Intriguing. That's a good
0: point. Yeah. He is coming off of no actual training. Yeah. So I think he's <laughs> gonna
1: really try to finish this fast. And on the other side of the bat, other side of that, I bet Islam's gonna try to drag him into deep waters and try to tire him out. So it a lot of people will probably criticize Islam for making it a boring fight, but yeah, we'll check it out. And then uh yeah, Hamzat, I think he's gonna plow through tomorrow. I think that'll be a TKO. I think we'll get him on the ground, ground and pound him, and it'll be a TKO. And then I agree with you. I think Ankalov will knock out Johnny Walker.
0: Okay, yeah. So we're 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 both thinking the same thing. I I'll tell you this much, dude. If if you're just looking to make some quick money, um, wherever it's closest to the um, necessarily like home field, uh, bet them. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> dude. Yeah, me. seriously. You, you, you will. I guarantee you, you will win some money if you just it, bet the yeah. closest to wherever it is. To if like you want to do a parlay,
1: advantage. do these guys that are from Russia. That are from United Emirates and then maybe throw in like a uh, an underdog with somebody else like, uh, I mean, let's see to go through here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Pick, just pick it. But, I mean, th- that's what I've seen when they do UFC fight nights in London. In London, yeah. Brazil hit or something, All the London dudes. All of the <laughs> home field fighters. What
0: was it France last time was the big one that was out of the States? Yep, they won. I, I, that the was the France last one I made money, dude. Yep. All the French dudes won. Yep, that's the way it goes. I mean, we oui,
1: you know, with football and stuff like that, and basketball, like you obviously want to show out for your home field, but like it's different when it's a fight, like yeah. it's, it's gladiator type level. I mean, you really want to win for that home crowd. Yeah, yeah. So should be a good one. Just a reminder: it is the Saturday. The main card kicks off at noon Mountain Time. Tune in, check it out. It is pay per view. Yes, pay per view. <laughs>
0: But yeah, uh, however means you watch it. If you are watching it, man, tell us how wrong we are. Tell us how right we are. Get at us live uh, because you know we will be watching it. Um, That's gonna do it for this special edition of the Fringe Fanatics UFC 294 breakdown. Um, We or deep dive, whatever you want to call it. We got into it. Yeah, know that much. That's right. Our expertise. Yeah, what expertise we have. Oh my god, I hit the wrong damn thing again. I need to to, fucking. Son of a bitch. It's awesome. All right. Well, thanks well, for tuning in, guys. We will see you next week, and we will be recapping this pay-per-view. Yes, we will. We'll let you know how we did, how you did, if you get at us, and then you'll be able to know how wrong or right we are, because it's uh, unfortunately we have no say in the outcomes. That's true. <laughs> yes, all right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This was the UFC 294 Breakdown, special edition Fringe Fanatics. We will see you next week. Farewell. Thanks for listeners. tuning in.
1: Toodles. All right.